Hello and welcome to Glorious Living. I'm so glad you're joining me today. You know, this is going to be a special time right here in Studio C. And because I have my daughter Jody right back here with me. Jody, right thanks. Back. There she is. Thanks yeah. for coming back. You know, we had so much to talk about last and Chrissy as well. Thank you, love girl. Love being here. Love, <laughs> thank you, love thank it, love you. it. Last week we talked about Dad's book. I never learned to doubt. My and we dad's went, book, Your yeah. dad. My, <laughs> Your husband. He likes to think he's my daddy. He but does. I tell he's not my dad. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he calls me mama, but I never call him dad. Unless I'm referring like to this with you. But anyway, we're back to talk more, more about the book. It's going to yeah. be so exciting. I know many of you may have watched last week's program and you're ready for more. We had such a great discussion. We're going to have more about that. But I think we want to start with a testimony today because yeah. we almost good. didn't get one in last week. I know. But so this week's right so Start with it this time. <laughs> Let me no, tell you. No, it was, it was good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah, let's hear. You know it's what I loved hot. about last yeah. program too? It was the foundation of I never learned to doubt why, what is, we say why that. is it that why title? Does what that? does it yeah. mean? And it, it's just so great. So this one's gonna be even better because we're delving deep. Yeah, into so we don't want to recap everything, so go see the first one. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> this one right here is from Eloise. It says, Man, this is one of the most powerful books I've picked up in the last decade. Wow. God was speaking to me about doubt, and when I heard Brother Jesse mention his book, I had to buy it. Chapter three just overwhelmed me. Come on, that's what we're gonna talk about today. Yes, I am devouring each chapter. Thank you for this book, and thank you, Eloise. This was this when I saw this, and I knew we were kind of going into yeah, chapter you were three. Yeah, like, I think I wanted to do chapter three. I yeah, said, I God, what a confirmation because yes. it is so powerful, and you don't want to miss this program. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It is. So, Jody, what How is sweet. chapter Eloise. three? Eloise, I love that beautiful. name. Me too. Eloise, yeah. how <laughs> wonderful. Chapter three is doubting Thomas. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> Get excited. She's just like her dad. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like, full of joy. Where's that squirrel? No, always interrupted me. Oh, always interrupted you? Oh, I have a thought. It must come out. And it's always Nobody more important than your thought. No, it's not. See, I'm just, just here enjoying it, my Diet Coke loving it. it. <laughs> That's what I do in the boardroom, too. I just sit back and love it. So now I get to sit back and love this. Uh, no, 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 you're going to participate, girl. Okay. I, have I, tried, I need to learn to not doubt myself because it's worse now since the menopause is going. I'm like, <laughs> that over the hedge movie don't, squirrel? Don't call that in. Don't I'm not. That's what I'm trying to I'm learning. Okay, learn I it. I gotta unlearn. Doubt that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I doubt that doubt. I doubt, doubt that doubt. doubt. Okay, so chapter doubt three. Jesus. Chapter three. I'm gonna okay. go. I'm gonna turn Let's that too. Let's go. Let's so, go there, um, girls. I never learned to doubt. It's talking about God. There's a slight little bitty re uh, recap for the title and the reason why it is the way yeah. it is. He's talking okay. about when he first got born again and how, uh, you know, he lived really raw and real and his, you know, and so when he came to the Lord, he was the same way mm -hmm. and very honest and taking God at his word. And when he entered the church and got involved in a lot of things, he got a lot of clap pack and, you know, uh, pressure from people to water it down, don't really believe, and essentially live a Christian life without faith. And so he really came up against that and was like, no, 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 no. God said this, like, look what he did for me. Yeah. You know, and it became a personal relationship with God and he wanted to have personal faith as well and not live off somebody else's uh, lack of faith. <laughs> That's good. Right? Mm -hmm. So that is kind of when he talks about learning to doubt. It's not a fleeting thought, not a pondering thing. This yeah. is about making a, a decision to doubt and just live your own way instead of God's way. Yeah, yeah. and again, just to recap, we're talking about Jesse Duplantis, my husband, her husband. Her dad, <laughs> your boss. My boss. Hey, boss. He's <laughs> probably watching title, right now. The hey. title, I Never Learned to Doubt. It's an amazing book. It's been blessing so many people. And Jody so, was a yeah. big help with him working this book mm -hmm. together. So, so good. Yeah, I've been with a lot of the books. Not yeah. all of them, but, but many I of them. I did for a few in the beginning. Yeah. Okay, the most famous doubter in the Bible, Doubting Thomas. So Dad says, I can't write a book on doubt without talking about the most famous doubter in the Bible. 
Thomas. Poor mm. Thomas. Even his name is now Poor synonymous Thomas. with doubt. Oh. That's what doubting at the wrong moment can do. Mm. It can ruin your reputation, and not just for life, but what may, what may feel like eternity. I sure hope when we get to heaven that we let Thomas off the hook. Jesus has forgiven Thomas, so I can imagine we're all going to stop calling him Doubt and Thomas when we get to heaven. That's yeah, pretty let's, sad. Let's just call huh? it Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. I don't want people to call me Doubt and Kathy. Just Kathy. Right. So I'm not going to read the entire chapter, but Thank I'm going to read a good no, about okay. of it. You don't want to hear it? No, I want to hear it all. I mean, there's going to be parts I know that God spoke to you because we can't read, of course, not the a short time. We have to read thing. the whole thing. Yes. You read it in yourself. fact, you're going to want to read the whole book. Mm -hmm. You're going to want to get it. You can go online and get your copy today, but... Don't read it now. Listen to this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so remember that Jesus hand-selected Thomas to walk with him, learn from him, and be a first-seat observer in his sacrifice for all of mankind. Jesus liked Thomas. He wanted Thomas as his disciple, and I don't think he wanted him just so we could make his name mud for all of eternity. <laughs> That's good. How many Aww. people call themselves believers have doubted Jesus? How many have wanted to see something before they believe something? Maybe not publicly, but how many have doubted him privately? Oof. How many have spoken too soon? How many have doubled down on saying something was impossible that eventually came to pass? I'd venture to say a great many. Let's, let's take a look at the scripture now and learn how to be people who don't end up infected, smeared, and known for temporary weakness. Hmm. Now, this first little bit here um, talks about how Thomas had been following Christ for three years when his infamous doubt showed up. Mm -hmm. The 20th chapter of the Gospel of John tells the story. Dad encourages you to go read it for yourself. If you do, you'll learn at that point in time Jesus had already been crucified and buried. Mary Magdalene had already gone to the grave and seen the stone that uh, covering the entry had been rolled away. She'd run to tell Peter and the rest of the disciples what she saw, and they'd run back with her to find an empty grave. There was no body in the tomb, and just the linen had been wrapped around Jesus after his crucifixion was all that lay in the grave. Mary had gone back. Oh, this was an interesting part that really mm -hmm. isn't Thomas, but it, it, it's, it's, it's worth repeating. Mary had gone back to the tomb again. She was crying when the angel showed up and asked why. I'm going to skim as I'm reading, not exactly. Yeah. Uh, and she, she was shocked. Here you go to see a loved one who's passed. The stone's rolled away, and the angel's there. Angel uh, Mary thought that what anybody would think, that somebody had stolen the body or moved the body. She was totally fixed on the body. Why? Because she couldn't imagine a resurrection. That was an impossibility in her mind. Mm -hmm. Mary had seen Jesus crucified with her own eyes. She knew without a shadow of doubt that her Lord was dead. So when Christ appeared and started talking to her, asking her the same question as the angel, Mary didn't fathom that she was actually hearing the voice of Jesus. Mm, yes. Why? Because it was an impossibility to her. Because she was emotionally distraught and grieving a new problem. Not only that her son and savior had been killed and taken from her, but that someone may have come and even taken his very body from her. I want you to see that when our emotions are spinning and our mind is solely focused on the problem, it's hard to hear the voice of God. Mary was so troubled that even though Jesus was talking to her, she didn't recognize him. She wasn't even looking at him. She was looking at the problem, the tomb, the missing body. She was looking at what she lacked when everything she wanted was right in front of her. Wow. Her mind was so fixed on his miss, missing his earthly body that she mistook the voice of Jesus for what she assumed was a caretaker at the gravesite. And it wasn't until Jesus called her name with force, Mary, that he got her attention off the problem. Only then did she turn and recognize who she was talking to. Jesus, the answer, right in front of her eyes. Rabbi, she cried and immediately tried to run and cling to him. Jesus stopped Mary in her tracks and told not to touch him. Now, we don't... He didn't want to be touched until he ascended, and this is a mystery we may not fully understand until we get to heaven. Slow but down, Jesus, baby. I'm sorry. Going too fast. But Jesus was adamant about it, and Mary heeded his request. Right. From this, we know that Jesus wasn't just revealing himself in spirit, 
I think that's why God kind of put it in there too. Yeah. He had a body, a physical, touchable body whose purity that's, and integrity he wanted to preserve until his ascension to mm -hmm. his Father in heaven. Wow. This would then prove to us, Jesus didn't just come back and like the Holy Spirit. Yes. He yeah. came back physically in the new body that we're going to get. The resurrected. The resurrected. Wow. So it's, it's like on. a confirmation. That's amazing. I love when you talked about how she was so caught up in her own emotions that she couldn't focus on him right in front of her. How many times have we been so caught up? It's hard to have faith when you're living in fear, yes. right? Yes. Or sadness or emotion. What is all it that was gripping? clouded. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because she knew those things that Jesus had taught too. She knew. So let's go to Thomas. But it does lay a foundation for how people react in these situations. And it gives us uh, wisdom on how to act when we face difficult situations. We can't just go run to fear. We have to go to the Word of God. Remember Amen. what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. Even before he was crucified, when he raised Lazarus from right. the dead, he revealed himself as the resurrection and the life again. He reminded Ooh. them. Mm -hmm. And they didn't get it back then. And, you know, we can't blame them. You know, they didn't have the scriptures the way we have. They didn't have the history like we have. And we this know what emotion happened. that's just brewing inside. Sometimes emotion can take the place of faith, mm -hmm. right? You, mm -hmm. you feel so spent that you think you don't even think about faith well, because you're so spent on that. They saw that him on the cross yes. beaten and so oh, brutally. They couldn't even recognize him as a human being, oh, they says. Yeah. You know, that it was so extreme. And here he was. But here he's talking to her. He has to holler at her to get her attention because she's still it. But that's when she looks up. And, that's when the faith starts, right? When she sees. But let's talk about Thomas here. Okay, let's talk you about Thomas. You can't see, hear, or be filled if you don't show up. Mm -hmm. This is Thomas. Love that. The resurrection <laughs> is the birth of Christianity. Without the resurrection and without people knowing about it, by actually seeing Jesus after his death, there would be no Christianity as we know it today. Mm -hmm. Jesus would have gone down in history as just another moral teacher persecuted by opposing men. But Jesus was not just a moral teacher. And his revealing himself after death to so many people was a purposeful and needful thing. When Jesus showed up after death, it changed everything. It did. Hallelujah. Okay, so here he talks about how Jesus left Mary at the tomb. And when he did, she quickly went to tell the disciples what had happened. Jesus appeared again that very evening to the disciples. Now you have to remember that the disciples were living in fear of those who killed Jesus. His death had just happened, and while they were worried uh, that just assembling together would bring them persecution, they still showed up. Right. This is what this chapter is about, showing up. In secret, they closed the door to the place they were gathered to talk. And when Jesus again appears, just like he appeared to Mary, he appeared to the disciples. But one person was missing from the group. Guess Can who? you guess who it is? Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, I, I said, said, yeah. Yeah, who, yeah, guess who? who it was, was it? Thomas. Yeah, it was Thomas. Thomas Poor was Tom. not with Poor him Tom. that <laughs> night. So he didn't see Jesus appear. Right. Thomas was still under the impression that Christ was dead and lying in the tomb while his brothers in the faith spoke to a risen Christ. So when Jesus spoke to the disciples, Thomas didn't hear it. When Jesus showed the disciples his hands and feet, the marks of his crucifixion visible on his body, mm -hmm. Thomas didn't see it. Again, you can read the story in John 20 for yourself, but I want you to notice that Thomas didn't see what Mary or the other disciples saw or, or hear what they heard. And when Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit, all of them received the Spirit, except Thomas. Why? Because Thomas wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And lastly, when Jesus commissioned them all to go out with the message of forgiveness of sins, Thomas wasn't there to hear that message either. So Thomas didn't see anything or hear anything, and he wasn't filled with anything. No sight, no power, no commission, which meant no purpose. Hmm. That's one lesson we can learn from this for our own lives, behind this actual story. The message is that you can't get anything unless you show up. 
That's good. Showing up is half the battle, and Thomas mm -hmm. didn't show up. Mm -hmm. If Thomas had visited the tomb, he would have seen what Mary saw. If he'd risked persecution and gathered with the other disciples, he would have received what they received. Yeah. He would have been given the direction he needed, and not later on, but right then with his other brothers and sisters in the faith. Thomas would have found his purpose for the next phase of life, and guess what? We'd have never heard a word about him having doubts about Jesus. All he had to do was show up. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what's interesting to me, too. Okay. Thomas loved Jesus. He was with him for three years. So you can love Jesus and you can love God. And if you don't show up, you still don't get what you could have got if mm. you'd have gone. Yeah. Right? This, the discipline of church going. That, it so brings good. me there. So oh, yeah. He was with him for three years and the disciples were all close to one another. So when Thomas wasn't a part of group, they didn't just leave him out. They didn't leave him alone. They reached out to tell him what happened. The disciples wanted Thomas to know that Jesus had risen from the dead, that he was alive and well. They weren't about to leave their friend out of the loop. This is the passage that made Thomas famous and why he became known as Doubting Thomas. It's in John 20, 24, and 25. It says, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called uh, Didymus, I can never say things right, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said, Except I shall see his hands, the print of the nails, and put my finger to the print of the nails, and thrust my hand in the side, I will not believe. What's the difference between doubt and faith? It's when we hear the truth and still refuse to believe it. Mm -hmm. Now, Thomas loved Jesus. Remember that. He wasn't a bad man. He was a great man with a momentary lapse of faith. The difference is that he spoke his doubt. That's it. He didn't just question if it was true. He made a declaration that he not only didn't believe Jesus' words, but he also didn't believe the disciples' words. Even though Thomas had seen the miracles Jesus had done in the ministry, even though he'd heard Jesus say that he would rise again, and even though he was hearing that, his friends, the disciples, and Mary had seen Jesus alive, he refused to believe any of it. But do you know what's funny about this story? Thomas started showing up anyway. So when he started showing up, things Let's, started to change. It starts changing. Mm -hmm. Oh, Thomas was there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> the daddy is he so funny. He made it a few days late, but, <laughs> but he, he, he showed up because now he wants to see what's going on. That's good. I That's bet he really never good. left the group. And you know what happened? When Thomas started showing up, Jesus started showing up again, For too. For him. That's right. Woo. This is what's interesting there. Love it. John 20, 26. And after eight days, mm -hmm. again, his disciples were with him. Within, we're within, and Thomas with them. And then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Notice that when Mary said to the disciples that she'd seen Jesus, they believed and assembled, and Jesus showed up that night. When Thomas heard it, he doubted it so hard, he said, Uh-uh, you let me see those hands and feet, and that's when I'm going to believe. That's Dad's paraphrase. <laughs> Jesus didn't show up for eight days. Eight Sometimes you've got to wait longer when you choose to doubt. Hmm. Faith is the currency of God. And if you let doubt rule and keep saying it, you can't get, you can't even get what God wants for you. Thomas was showing up though at that part. And I love what Jesus says when he appears to them mm -hmm. on the eighth day. Peace be unto you. So this speaks to the Mary part too. Mm -hmm. Be at peace because you, you, need, you need peace before the faith really. Right. It, it, that goes hand in hand. That's so the good Peace and that. fear, that's yeah. opposite, right? So right. it kind of propels faith, right? Peace be unto you. Now, who do you think he was saying that to? Everybody. Everybody heard that blessing of peace, that command to be at peace. But who do you think it affected the most? Doubt will suck the peace right out of you. And I believe Jesus' choice of words was a proclamation mainly meant for the one with the least peace about seeing him, the only one in the room that was seeing him as the risen Christ for the first time, Thomas. In fact, it's Thomas who Jesus immediately addresses first before he says anything else to the group. John 20, 27, 28. Then saith he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, 
and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Oof. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord, my God. Now what's interesting is that Jesus doesn't say, Thomas, why you, why'd you doubt? He, didn't, he, he couldn't tells did. him, I heard you. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas said this when Jesus went in Unless the room. I in his my mind, hand in those nail prints, He told I'll it to the disciples. Yeah. It's the first thing Jesus tells it to him, which is like, God, I hear everything. Yeah. I see everything. I hear everything. Every yeah. time you have doubt, every time you have faith. Mm-hmm. But I love when, I, that's the same thing with this uh, year's um, theme. theme. Because yeah. Abraham, you know, the, the angel comes and tells, hey, to Abraham, yeah. uh, your wife's going to have a baby. She's behind a tent wall. She laughs in herself. Yeah. I can't he help but go there. That. He laughs in her, she laughs in herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, How am I going to have an old really? baby yeah. in old yeah. age, right? Tell me, right? And then and the angel says that right after, you know, is anything too hard for the she Lord? She's doubting. She's doubting. Mm-hmm. But he says it, he hears yeah. her behind the wall. Like God hears and everything. And he calls her on it. Yeah, yeah, he calls her on it. Just like here Jesus and says, you know, she she calls, put your hand in my side. Yeah. yeah. Come, she had to come Tom. Yeah. yeah, she had to own she it. She had to, to change He's the called, circumstance. It's called confrontation. God's going to confront your doubt. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you love him and, and you're a believer and you're trying and you have that momentary lapse, God's going to confront you with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's up he, to you to yeah. go to, oh, but Lord, this is the reason why, or just say, Lord, God, and, and just it's just acknowledge like you said, it. my God, my Lord, my personal. That's yeah. what's going next here. And it, I don't believe yeah. it'll be in a condemning way. No. It'll be an eye-opening way it's to a help way. you. Yeah, when it's a way to show you, just like when uh, the Lord uh, says to Abraham, is anything too hard for the Lord? He's asking. This is a confrontational thing. Yeah. He's engaging you. Yes. Right? So here in the same thing with Thomas, it's confrontation in that it's engaging him. Yes, that's Come, good. Come, put your hand in my side. Put, you see, asked. You yeah. said it. I'm going to show you. Yeah, it's kind of right? like what we said on last week's program, how Jesse kept saying, Lord, oh. I want to see you. I want to talk I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And God did show up. Yeah. Right. Remember and that? he gave him something he couldn't handle uh-huh. to show him his own limitation. Yeah. Which right? propelled to say, hey, him into you need having to grow. more faith. You need to grow. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we, that's what dad says. You can ask for something that you can't handle. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you see you can, and that spurs you on to be to grow to more, because be that's what our life's sort of about, mm-hmm. right? Growing and getting better and enjoying the ride as we, we go. Yeah, we should be mature. We shouldn't stay little, little babies all our life. Once we meet Jesus, God wants us to grow up yeah. and get stronger in Him, you know? I agree. I love that. So I'm Thomas, trying. I'm trying, Mom. I'm yeah. trying. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get there. We're going to get there together. We were talking before. She's like, I'm 32. I'm like, I'm 52. Mom says, I'm 52, too. No, no, no. <laughs> and she was like, we were laughing. <laughs> I'm actually almost 72. Yeah, I, would, I don't want to grow up. Right? I don't want, I want to grow, grow up. I'm a Toys no, Us no, kid. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was Thomas doing at this point? So he fun. was unlearning doubt when he said, my Lord, my ah, God. That's good. Jesus was proving himself using the same words Thomas had used to doubt him. That's love and mercy in action. Oh, it was a sovereign you, act yeah. of grace being extended to the most doubtful one in the group. But notice that Jesus was teaching him right in the same moment. Be mm-hmm. not faithless, but believing. That was a teaching moment. It was Jesus answering Thomas by not just showing him the wounds, but by giving him the words that he would need for the rest of his life if he never wanted to be a doubter of God's power again. You see, the others didn't doubt in the same way that Thomas did. They didn't have it down in their soul kind of doubt. Mm -hmm. There is a difference between thoughts that you temporarily have and thoughts that you choose to speak and keep. Jesus took Thomas's doubt and turned it into a message of faith. Like the good shepherd who left the 99 for the one, He turned his attention to the only one in the room who needed to regain his faith in God's ability to do anything. Yeah, Jody, uh, you know, Carter, Mm. we're getting lower on time. So I just want you to jump to this part where this heading in this chapter that says the story of Thomas was recorded for one reason. 
Let's talk what about Jesus that as we Jesus sa uh, says next is the last thing he says to Thomas that is recorded in the word. And it's a jewel that we should all take to heart if we want to live a blessed life. John 20, 29. Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen yeah. and have yet believed. And the wow. word goes on to say, and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but, uh, but these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, Christ. and that believing you may have life through his name. That's so good. That's, That's the powerful. reason. Yeah. That's the reason. Yes. That's the reason. Yeah. That's the uh, uh, John chapter 20, mm -hmm. verse 30 and 31, which you just read. Although Jesus did many other signs, this story and the words of Jesus were recorded for one reason, that we may believe that Jesus is the Son of Come God, on. and that in that believing we'll have life in his name. That's Eternal right. life is one part of the life Jesus came to give, mm -hmm. but it isn't the only kind of life we need. We need life right here, right now, as we go through this earthly experience too. Amen. John 10, 10 makes it clear that there is an enemy of God at work in the world. Jesus compares this enemy to a thief whose aim is to do three things, which are to kill, steal, kill, and destroy us. But Jesus said he is the opposite of all that. He came to be the giver. He came that we might life have life in that more abundantly. Amen. Doubt's first theft was mankind's position. Mm -hmm. Doubting is a form of satanic pollution. That's I good. believe that it's Satan's greatest weapon because it gets our eyes off of God and onto our natural senses. Wow. Thomas's demand to see Jesus' hands, to put his finger in the holes, to thrust his hands in the side to believe is an example of how doubt always relies on the senses. Mm -hmm. Jesus wants us to rely on our faith. Yes. The more blessing follows those who don't see and still believe. The blessed and abundant life Jesus came to give is a believing life. It's not a doubting life. It's a life that trusts God over our natural senses. If we make a soul-deep doubting mistake like Thomas, we can course-correct ourselves every time. We can turn back around to the believing life, just like Thomas did, too. Mm. Better than that, we can choose to be someone who never has to course-correct ourselves back to faith because we never doubted Jesus in the first place. That's oh, cool. But man. the cool part is so the easiest cool. way to see is that, that Thomas's way back was saying, my Lord, my God. Mm -hmm. It is very personal. Mine, my Lord, my God. It's a quick change. Yeah. I don't care if you've been doubting forever and that's your habit. And we can it's make a quick that quick change. change too. And you might have to make it every day. Yeah. <laughs> the the Build important your thing is that you do it Build and your that habit. you stick with it. And yeah. I love that it Jesus helps. came to him. And in yes. the same way, Jesus will come to you. Right. You have serious you know, a desire to know him and see yes, him, he will reveal himself to you, reveal it to his word. He'll bring someone to your path to, read to talk to you about. He brought this program to you to let you know about God and how much God loves you. He will never give Jesus. up on you so you can turn your life to him and be blessed even today. I believe that God is touching people right Absolutely. now as we're I am, talking. I am, I yeah. am. And just the message of that it's never too late. Like it's like they Amen. said about sometimes when you doubt, it takes longer to see those promises being fulfilled. And we're giving God a job. That's what we're doing this year. We're, we're laying it out on the table. And is we're anything believing. too hard for the is Lord? Is there anything too hard for the That's Lord? That's a question you can ask yourself in every time you feel that doubt. Oh man, exactly. is anything too hard for the Lord? To replace yeah. the doubt with that question is and then answer it again out loud. Right. And yeah, let him engage you. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to take forever. Remember, no. we just read the text. Eight days later, he turned his life around. Well, yes. Jesus came eight days later, right? Yeah, right. And with the, I love that he just went right to the heart of it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 you doubted me. Because yeah. he didn't want him. He was releasing. He's going for that one. Yeah. You know, the 99. So you can drift and go off and you can screw up today, tomorrow, and the next day. But Jesus is always there reaching his He's hand out to you. He's always there for us. And it's us. so easy to turn, my Lord, my God. Thief yeah. on the cross. Get saved by literally saying that, mine. Yeah. You know, this yeah. kind of, making it personal. 
So it's not always this perfect little prayer that you say. You have to have all the right words. Mm -hmm. God sees your heart. You couldn't say, you couldn't be eloquent enough for God's ears anyway. He can blow you away with that. He's looking for sincerity. Yeah, the He's heart. looking for truthfulness mm -hmm. and rawness. And if you don't understand something, questioning uh, out of curiosity is a different thing than making a decision to doubt. I don't believe it till I see it. Well, who are you? Mm -hmm. God is above and we are not, we yeah. are here. If we want anything from him, we have to trust him. We have to believe him. Yeah. We have to extend our faith. That's and so making good. him the center. That comes by mm -hmm. saying, my God, my Lord, recognizing the rank that he is right. the Almighty. Yes. He can do anything. He created the world. World. He can create something new for you. Beautiful. He can do a new thing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And the moment that you do that, in an instant, you're you're changed. It changes something in your heart. Totally changed. And in your whole demeanor, mm -hmm. that you can walk out and not be so down in the dumps, looking at that problem, mm -hmm. stirred up like Mary, staring at that problem in the face. Mm -hmm. You can turn your life around and begin to doubt your own doubts. Yeah. No matter mm -hmm. what the devil throws at you, if it's doubt, he, you can doubt his doubt. Exactly. <laughs> and you do it too also by renewing your mind, right? Mama was preaching a message this Sunday. I don't know if you saw it, but it was a really interesting way of looking at conforming to the world and being transformed. And mm -hmm. I took it to heart because I'm like, man, I'm conformed in this way, that way. I started, <laughs> yeah, you start but she was like, you know, being conformed to the world is, is being pressured from the outside. Oh. It's something from the outside yeah. changing trying you. Trying to push you into its mold. Yeah, and you're born again and you're trying your best, but that just kind of gets on you. You know, that can even you. happen in the church world sometimes. Yes. Oh, they yeah, make you sure. want to look or act a certain way, but God wants us to be real, real. before him. Right. He so knows anyway, just like he knew Thomas, and he's yes. repeated exactly what he said. Oh, yeah, he's going to confront you in a good way. In a good way. The confrontation is him reaching his hand like you would a little lost sheep. Yeah, you're Even his child. He's yes. our father. Yeah, I'm engaging you. Oh, it's beautiful. Right, but so transformation is from the inside. That inside starts with the Word of God. It starts with the scriptures that you put in your head. It starts with the things that you say and coming out of your mouth. Coming out. Over and over and over. That's going to build your faith. You know, you can read books like this. gives you tips to say, oh, I'm going to say that. Yes. Is anything too hard for the Lord? I'm going to remember Abraham. Yeah. No, it wasn't. He did a miracle for them. He'll do one for me. What's the difference? He's the same yesterday, same today, God. and forever. Mm -hmm. Same God. Same, same. Y'all fire me up <laughs> Just takes me. a little bitty fit. This has been so good. So, <laughs> Richard, already this. running out of time. I love faith. I just want to make sure that everybody that's watching, make sure you know that we have a glorious women's conference that's coming up. Oh, yes. Right. The dates are Friday, March the 8th at 7 p.m. That's Saturday, March the 9th at 9 a.m. Registration and admission are free, and it's right here at JDM International Headquarters in Destrehan, Louisiana. We're a suburb of New Orleans, Louisiana. And you can go to JDM.org for all more, more details. You know, so, it's yeah. such a blessing to know that we have this conference coming up. And, you know, we're going to have some, the same experience. Every time we get together, have meetings or we have a broadcast, whatever we do, God's always in the middle of he it. Sure he is. always helps Stimulates us. Stimulates your faith to be with others. Stirs us up. Sometimes it, somebody else has something that you need. Yeah. That's you never right. know if you don't show up. Um, <laughs> we want you to show, show up. up. Show up. Show, show up. Don't show be up. like, don't yeah. be doubt, doubting Sally or yes. doubting Susie. If you come to the conference, yeah. it'll all go on. It's not that Yeah, hard. don't doubt That's that you true. can come to the conference. You could be here. Yeah. 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 Show up. Show don't up. Too hard for the Lord. Because That's God right. has a special <clears throat> anointing, special touch, and it's going to be such an agreement. It it's really called is. a celebration time. We're going to focus on celebration. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a great, glorious talk panel. We're going to have great giveaways, fun times. I'm going to be praying for people. I'm always standing about. 
for the giveaways. Boy, they go, whoa. Oh, they do. One lady, <laughs> it's a good place, time, man. she face planted into the altar. <laughs> we had to pray for healing right after. <laughs> she really she was wanted fun. it. Yeah, she got it. Too. It's always good. It's always good. Good but, things happen. And you know, yeah. all of these meetings, things like this, put on. We always want to like to acknowledge our partners before we go. So, yes. Thank you, partners, awesome. for being a part of this ministry. Everything that we do is because you're standing with us, helping us to reach people, change lives one soul at a time. Awesome. If you're not a partner, you can become one by going to jdm.org. Use PayPal or text to give. You can select the giving on the JDM app as well or mail in your donation. But we appreciate you standing with us. We hope that today's program has ignited your heart, helped you to realize that you don't have to doubt. Right. Thank no. you, Jody, for Say being no here doubt. again. You know I Two love weeks in a row. Us. I do you. love it. Oh, girl, we want yeah. to come back. I love talking about faith. That has some good stuff. This it's book so is awesome. Good. Get really. yourself filled up with some good stuff. It's That's anointed right. words that inspire you to live your best life, to live the glorious life that God intends. Yeah. Yeah. Where can they get this? You can go to jdm.org to get your copy, and it's just, it will bless you. And uh, you also can go on Amazon, but go on jdm.org, because I'm telling you what, we have not just this book, but other books that will ignite your faith to make you believe for more. So when you strive to give God that job, you'll know exactly how to do it through your yeah. prayer life. And I think yeah. it's all also available in a digital copy. Is yes. it available in Spanish? I'm, I'll have to check on that, but I do know it is a there. A lot digitally. of our books are available in Spanish. Yeah, and if it's Isn't not, it wonderful? will be. It's yeah, we're just we'll that soon. Spanish outreach is really awesome. it's going. Growing. And I just want to mention before we go, we had Jesse's newest book is also yes, online. For, I think it's for a donation of any amount. Yes, a five believe. well five dollars or more donation partnership donation. You can go yes. on jdm.org and click there and find out all that information about Believe, which really goes hand in hand with everything else exactly. we do. That's why I think the Lord wanted me to bring it up because I know this, we love having resources for you to help you grow your faith and build your your life of, with God. It's so important. It yeah. really is. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Well, thank you, Jody, for being here. Thank again. you again for having we me. Are you coming I had back? a good time. Yeah, sure. Can we yeah. Okay, after, I come you know, after this goes off, we're gonna break out the calendar and check. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks again, Chris, for being love here. Thank you all so love much. We love it. It's been so much fun. It just goes by so quick. It does go by. Well, I was trying to rich. talk fast. Sorry. No, it was, it was good. I, could, I got it. It does I go think, quick. I think we all followed along. Yes. And thank, thank you, you guys so much. for listening and oh, staying yeah. this long, if you stayed this long. Uh, I'm sure they are. Love you guys. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me today on Glorious Living. I want to look for you next week. We'll have another great program. You do not want to miss it. God bless you. Have a fabulous week. <laughs>